you guys it's your favorite host danielle denise and yep and your <laughs> trashiest host surreal camille the one and only hi guys welcome back to another episode of us the girl what podcast podcast mashup mm. and we took a remember mashups in regards to what anything music like oh yeah that time period where they were just literally s- taking one instrumental and slapping one acapella on top of it and just like here put the shit on youtube the kids will eat it up eat it up i'm trying to think of a good one there were a lot of bad ones there were a lot of ones where i was like damn they really just like they weren't they wouldn't interchange between the two songs they would literally just like slap one on top of the other and just be like here this is good enough right and i cannot think of good ones and i will not I'm not gonna go into a glee conversation. I'm onto it. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Honestly. I'm gonna go back to that dark, dark part uh, time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> a mashup that came to mind out of nowhere was the Lincoln Park and Jay Z mashup. <laughs> oh my god! It was actually what was fire. I, just to? <laughs> I was listening to. Um, sibling rivalry uh bob and monet's podcast and bob the drag queen monet exchange and bob was literally talking about how the lincoln park jay-z collab was like one of his favorite albums (laughs) listen it's fire (laughs) i randomly listened to it the other day i was like oh no this had some pops listen rock rock and rap is a good mix hip-hop and rock is a good thing together hip-hop and punk shit Ooh, the punk rock era was special. Come on. You had to be there. Like, the girlies now aren't getting the the do justice. I was thinking, I was thinking about that recently. Like, yeah. Remember when, like, rock bands used to be, like, center stage at things? Like, we don't really have that anymore. Yeah, I guess hip hop. In the mainstream, at least. Yeah. Because now everything is like a hip hop element to it. Yeah, hip hop or heavy pop or K pop. Even K pop or... is just a rip off of like boys to men on the. <laughs> I mean, like, can we be that. truthful? <laughs> like, I don't know who showed them videos, but damn. Oh, they said bet. They literally have a machine, and it is pr- pretty fucked how they treat people yeah. in that uh, in the K pop machine. Oh my god, the fans are wild. Did you see on my now, stories when I posted that fan? <laughs> Wait, which one was this recent? It was like a month ago, but I was in LA, like close to La Cienega, and there was a poster, a billboard of some crazy fan for oh, one of yeah. the BTS members and how much she was like loving him and obs- she was happy he was born is what it said. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? This is insane. Listen, K-pop <laughs> fans are about spectacle. They, but, but you know what I will never do? I will never come for the K-pop stands because <laughs> not only will they decimate me and anyone that I've ever come into contact with, we as Americans are indebted to them because they really yeah. saw us through that last chunk of the trump presidency (laughs) with how much they were getting his ass together on social media 
and mm-hmm. you know they, they 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 did so much for us so thank you k-pop stands <laughs> i have nothing negative to say about you no, i have no notes no notes <laughs> my fault i did but <laughs> i just think y'all a little crazy that's all <laughs> y'all the that real is, fans that is the girl what side of this podcast <laughs> surely i'll own it you know what my fault but this is how i feel and i have to be true to me <laughs> i will sooner come from beyonce <laughs> oh my god right i have said no let me not not let me not uh, revisit oh. the past i'm in the future now i'm looking straight ahead <laughs> what who do you think is the most lethal stan group stan group mm-hmm. um i've always heard Nicki minaj fans are pretty wild agree i've never tested them but it just does seem like they go hard for nikki she said <laughs> like they'll hack your whole account and like ruin oh, your man. instagram it's like <laughs> jesus christ like you cannot even breathe the words female and rap without a nikki stan showing up to check you oh it's insane <laughs> it's insane like what are we what are we doing like she doesn't even know you <laughs> at all she said all these bitches is my sons and they said and they, yes. and they said bet <laughs> this is blood <laughs> oh my god the the submission <laughs> into the nikki hive like i am a barb <laughs> Bar- barbs are just are, are just uh power bottoms submissive <laughs> super submissive power bottoms for their dom top queen very much that <laughs> it's quite sick but listen quite sick oh my god yes golly dropping shit but yes um so let's talk about last weekend i had purchased some really amazing marijuana from a black owned dispensary oh. I, oh my god oh my god oh my god is this you the black had, queer one or is this the black i went queer? to that one and then i went to another one the josephine and billy's is the black queer girls and josephine and billy's yeah isn't that a cute name i like, love it is I, it billy's so like ies like billy holiday and josephine baker like you know two artistic queens like beautiful oh my god and it's in like the cute it's not that big but no dispensary really is but it's like just the decor is really nice and like they just took their time with the details um my only issue that. like the pro was everything in there was black owned they even had jay-z's brand oh what yeah and then the downside this shit was expensive as fuck oh I my god it. i fucking knew it listen listen i'm all for quality okay but as a first timer in there i was just like okay one i haven't heard of a good chunk of these brands but also i i'm not a huge smoker like that to buy like flour mm-hmm. so i bought the um the bath salts the thc's infused okay and that was quality i almost couldn't get out the bathtub because it was giving me such a like a body high like your body said oh. tap out we done oh. we're gonna we're just gonna chill here listen marinade listen right you you're basically just marinating in there you're just like okay this is life it's beautiful i love it um and all that to say is um it's a beautiful place i would totally go back it probably wouldn't be like a regular spot though it's like you know special occasion luxurious this week yeah mm-hmm. the other spot do you, do you recall uh-huh. how much like an eighth was it was it started at like 70 
Jay-Z's was 70 and then other brands were like 72, 75. And I'm like, whoa, this is an eight. Do you remember the, that was for an eight? And it wasn't like the strongest of the strong. Like it was very much like 30% THC. You know, it can go up, up. Way past Give that. us a chance to support you, <laughs> Jason. Jason Christ, not Jason. <laughs> Jesus Christ. His brand so, is it up there, at, but it's it's so. I was chic. ready for you to say it started at fifty. No, that's what that would be like the normal high. <laughs> right, it, like still too goddamn much for an eight. Still a lot like, Okay, fine. But I'm buying Sometime. like a brand, and I'm it's pre-rolled because I'm lazy. Like it's it's a lot of factors to it. But yeah, so but it I will say that Jay Z one is real chic, like the black matte black packaging. I feel like that's what you're really paying for. Half now is that for an eighth of pre-rolls or an eighth of just straight flour? I think it was just the flour. So pre-roll would probably be a little more. I don't even see pre-rolls in there. (laughs) So I don't, you know, make that an occasional spot or just check it out just because it's like a dope black owned space. But the other one I went to called Gorilla RX, fire. One, it's super duper colorful. It's like going into like a fucking, it remind me of like, you ever been to Universal Studio, the Simpson area? Universal Studio? Yeah. Uh, um, I clipped you a little bit of the Simpsons area. Um, Yes, I have. So it kind of looks like that. Like the colors are very like orange and like cartoonish. But um, everything in there is so strong. So fucking strong. Like everything was like 40% up in THC. And I'm like, oh, Oh it kept talking about how everything is laced with diamonds, liquid diamonds. And I'm like, bitch, what is that? Who (laughs) asked for this? Like, what black does that people, mean? black people this should be too strong black I, people <laughs> we don't need we don't need all that we don't need additions. we just want to fucking how much was that shit that shit was not cheap either but there was some Did they stuff even that have made sense. regular was there anything that you could just pay 20 bucks for <laughs> it and wasn't not be a upset? Lot. it wasn't a lot but i will say this place had a huge edible variety like they had a fridge with a lot of different drink options shit i've never seen before like root beer and cream soda i was like oh like and there was a ginger beer one i almost bought it i should have bought it because i love ginger beer but x you know stuff like that. i just i just need these black owned queer owned black and queer owned places <laughs> to please dear god listen i'm sorry if i am if this is a turn off to people that don't like broke bitches, but <laughs> I, I am she, and I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you, you please have things in the twenty, thirty, forty dollar range. I think that's long gone. <laughs> like, dear God, <laughs> because what are y'all doing to us? Listen, even by me, I'm I'm also in Pasadena, which is already a little bougie area, but the two I live by are so. They're like nice. I feel like you're paying for all the ambiance for a lot of these places. One hundred percent. But you're paying for the legacy of Josephine Baker and Billie Holiday. One hundred. Yeah, and this flower wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like 
it's I like will take a black queer owned hole in the wall. We ain't gotta be we ain't gotta be stunting in everything we do. Listen, yeah, I feel like for people who like truly spoke, like I I feel like you have to go to like your local local or you just have a person, you know. Or you, you have yeah. ways. At, at, at a certain point it is just I got my homegirl. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. You, you everyone has homies it's not hard to get but child, these you, even when even when like even when i have even when i can leisurely drop almost a hundred dollars for mm-hmm. a weekend of weed like <laughs> <laughs> why would i, I i'm still not gonna do that because <laughs> i'm still just gonna know people <laughs> like i'm still just gonna be able to get, get far more for yeah. far more like more is more god damn it <laughs> so 100 yeah. and i don't need i'm i do just fine without yeah. the shit laced with the Liquid blood of our ancestors <laughs> like jesus christ <laughs> come Listen, on <laughs> okay wait so i do meant to say that i did buy something from the gorilla rx because i got these baby cheaters and my homegirl did tell me she's like, okay, these are the ones that really sit you down. Like you don't. So is the cheater like a little joint? Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of them. It's like how okay. many? What does it equate to? I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. I, I'm thinking an eighth max because it's a bunch of them. Like one, two, there's six of them in there, hmm. baby ones. So whatever that That's is. That's cute but you can tell it's like lethal because like it's like really powdery on the outside not like white but like it's some you know it's some extra shit that's what i'm saying like if this is kind of like wax or anything that you just like dab with like i don't (laughs) i think that's why i'm so giggly right now (laughs) it's kicking my ass i'm not gonna lie it's kicking (laughs) it's kicking my ass and it was like two hits and i was like okay all right i get it you know sometimes sometimes we are too innovative (laughs) that's what i'm saying like sometimes we're breaking too much ground we're we're reaching like levels of high that are just i feel like at some point you're going to like reach these like crackhead levels and it's no longer relaxing it's looking like you're on meth now like it's almost a transition like you're twitching it's, and just, it's, it's a it's, lot it's becoming it's becoming more accessible to uh black casual smokers but it's maybe not more accessible but it's it's becoming more i guess marketed toward black casual smokers mm-hmm. but a lot of these motherfuckers can't handle this Mm-mm. all this gas that's what i'm saying like like rapper weed is a real term like even that is like another level and i don't know where that shit's coming from taru you're don't. like i, I can't like i just <laughs> I, I just get some fashionista weed like what's that what are those levels <laughs> yeah i just want something real cute real chic you know something that'll <laughs> take me to the lounge so i can sit there, there and go. just you know enjoy myself i don't some need people to just feel like coast. i'm going underground <laughs> Yeah, I like. I don't want to feel like I'm going to the sunken place because like, <laughs> it's just a lot. It's a lot. Not a sink. Yes. Oh wait. Hold so up, hold up. I got a sink real quick. Look at you. I'm so sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> I heard the bubbles <laughs> and everything. Oh good. <laughs> um. <laughs> I wanted to talk about your stream. 
Surreal can oh, now on Twitch. We have returned. Okay. Let, let, let me yank this the rest of the smoke out of here then. Yeah. Do you okay. Do you boo boo? Yeah, so I took a so I, you know, I I've made I've been I've I've spoken to excess about life changes that I've been that I've enacted since the start of the year. <clears throat> and like a big thing I needed to do in order to like make all that shit stick was uh to put my Twitch streaming on pause, which is which I was doing at least two two or three days a week, which which was getting in drag streaming it was another it was it was it was like a part-time job i was about to say that's not like work <clears throat> it's damn. work fortunately this makeup time is getting down like i got in dragon like an mm. hour and a half on wednesday that sounds uh, so really that was fast cute. good job and it was it was a nice little look it was cute um mm-hmm. so i had been planning that you know, the uh, February 2nd is the first day that I started streaming on Twitch. So it was my two year Twitch anniversary. So I planned to do a 24 hour stream because over on Twitch, you know, it's, you, you're, it's essentially jackass. You just do shit that <laughs> is ultimately uh, harmful to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that people will uh, uh, fund it <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy it. Uh, but um no it, it's just like it's a fun like spectacle thing to do i wanted to do something to sort of like make a splash and come back because you know taking a month break can really like fuck with your subscription numbers people's awareness of you and all that shit so i've been making sure to stay like active on twitter which you know that's how i stay connected with a lot of twitch folks but um but yeah i came back to do a little 24 hour mm-hmm. and when i tell you at five yeah it's like 5 a.m which was the i think there was maybe seven more hours left at that point <clears throat> nine more hours left at that point um i took my long break i was like okay i'm gonna get like a long break in where i de-drag i take a shower i like eat off camera chill okay. um <clears throat> i did all those things and i got to i was supposed to be back be back on at 6 30 a.m wait 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 pause, then, pause 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 this break so you you fully de-drag yes fully and then fully. when do you get back in like what? so i'm supposed to so this all that all this is supposed to happen between 5 and 6 30 a.m mm. i get i get back into the cut <laughs> at maybe what time was it uh 10 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it ended up being uh, an accidental five-hour break. You went to bed. <laughs> bitch, I tried. I was like, if I don't do some form, it's it's so challenging. It's so hard because yeah. ulti- ultimately I'm glad that I knocked because the state I would have been in had I not. Because I still ended up going till it was a 2 p.m. to 2 p.m. situation. I started 2 p.m. Wednesday and it went to... Uh, 2 p.m. the following day mm-hmm. and um <laughs> uh yeah i got i had a nice little meditative shower i got out of drag it was nice it was luxurious my skin was looking great <laughs> i changed and then i sat and then i laid <laughs> and then i woke up and i was like 
wait and i was so mad because you know there was planning there was a setup for all this shit it was a mess but um it it was all fine it was good uh there were still some people were people popped into the chat as soon as i like started talking so i was like people were there great hello hi Uh, (laughs) but i was like thank god i got my face together before i i knocked out because i truly was able to just get up (laughs) And oh, you get did. on the camera oh smart okay so you had your face and, together oh yeah and i like looked at the mirror and all, all i had to do was just get one little one <laughs> little sleep particle out of my eyeball um <laughs> i love but that i was like i still had the fucking mouthwash on my on my breath <laughs> like right after i got out of the shower i was like this is <sighs> at least <Well>. i'm ready <laughs> but but yeah it was a whole bunch of just games and just shit talking and it was really fun it was it was it, it was a really good time it was people really showed up uh the, the numbers were good the awesome um, it was just nice yeah i love that but okay. it was fucking wild and <laughs> yeah. i'm not doing it again i i did i Genius. attempted this once i think on my birthday two years ago did, did i try this last year i don't know if it was last year or the year before but i tried this once before mm. the same thing happened <laughs> i think you told me about it <laughs> the same thing happened so <laughs> your body literally tells you like we're laying down i don't know I'm what you thought right <laughs> 24 hours no ma'am you're gonna need a cool little four to six hour nap I look like I'm the age of a bitch that can whip out a 24-hour, like, no problem, but mm-hmm. don't get it twisted. That's, that's <laughs> Black does not crack. <laughs> right. Well, kudos to you for doing such a thing. I it was. I, I watched. I feel like I kind of watched through your Twitter, and that's how I was, like, realizing you were saying 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I was doing I was like, oh. a little bit of a live tweeting of it, so there was, yeah. there was a lot of moving parts to that. Oh, good job, baby. But yeah, we're back on the we're back on the routine now, so I'll be on these Twitch streets Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. <clears throat> love that, love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's get into our favorite show of the hour. Abbott Kinney Elementary. <laughs> Abbott Kinney Elementary. You know what's funny? Because I told my mom about it again. I'm like, Mom, please watch this. Like, it's really fucking good. But <laughs> I keep saying mm-hmm. Abbott Kinney. <laughs> like, she's like, Is it Abbott Kinney or is it Abbott, Abbott Elementary? And I'm like, Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to stay thinking that there's a show out there called movie. abbott kinney I know. <laughs> and there just isn't like a it british isn't. show <laughs> no but did you see that clip mm-hmm. that this show was named after quinta's teacher like miss abbott oh my god I, like, oh, so <laughs> I did not see that that's so cute oh i have to send it to you she's on i think jimmy fallon or one of the talk shows and then they bring the teacher the actual miss abbott mrs abbott <laughs> i'm so happy about all the love the show is getting <clears throat> oh no it's phenomenal it's phenomenal so quinta did that they did that and just cast it beautifully like the kids included you know usually kids get on my nerves on anything but 
no oh these stars. kids are so good yeah these are these are actors okay <laughs> i love how they're doing like a slow zoom out to like a larger school community yeah truly the the community um yeah right i loved that their promos was going around to schools and giving supplies like they're that's just a beautiful show about an, a community and they're giving back at the same time it's it's really heartwarming <laughs> it's great it's so good truly truly and, and th- there's few like wholesome things that i will willingly incorporate into my life and this is absolutely damn it please (laughs) (laughs) definitely so we are going to talk a little bit about both episode five and six since they've both been out let's get into episode five student transfer the student transfer and the the child named courtney who is just a tyrant courtney is a star (laughs) she's right she's so cute and i wasn't even mad at anything she was doing i was like you know what i understand (laughs) right so the the premise of this episode is there is a uh, a transfer of a student happening in the second grade class from uh, Miss Shemetti's second grade class to Miss Teague's second grade <clears throat> class, mm-hmm. um, and it is a student named Courtney. Uh, we find out about this because uh, Miss Teague's and Mister Hill are gathered around the laptop to uh, check out this rate my professor sort of. Uh, teacher rating website that I guess the parents get to score the teachers on. <clears throat> yeah, and Miss Teagues gets uh, a C minus in experience, uh, a negative score that she is not used to seeing on her digital public access report card, and she is flipping the switch about it. But um, right. did you ever use Rate My Professor in college? Yeah. <clears throat> because you know that's when we learned about it, unless it existed in high school, and I just never knew. Did you ever use it to like <clears throat> give teachers flowers or, or was it only to like drag the bad ones? I didn't even like review or rate myself. Like I didn't put anything on there. I just used it for when I was finding a professor. <laughs> just to see what other people thought? Yeah. Or yeah, basically to see how their teaching styles are. If they went into detail or if they're just like, oh, that's so boring. Fair. Or, oh, they're like really easy. Doesn't care. I'm like, okay, well. This is an elective. I, right. <laughs> I'm just trying to get it done. <laughs> this is an elective. <laughs> Jesus. I, so like yeah, I, I know rate my professor very well, but like I've never heard of anything like this for like a way to rate elementary school teachers. Yeah. I mean I guess it's coming from parents because <laughs> it's like I mean you, right, are these kids developed enough to make an opinion like, i mean listen it, courtney's ass probably was able to courtney, get onto yes. a computer and drag miss teagues on there but you know what imagine that was courtney's um because <laughs> she's already imagine. she's just that advanced <laughs> she has a very oh. advanced vocabulary <laughs> it's a vendetta against uh miss teague and i'm realizing like principal ava is like really not loving her but she's funny about it <laughs> she no she is she's very funny about her dislike for miss teagues right but um but yeah so all, all that 
goes down with the my professor thing in the teacher's lounge. Uh, Miss Shemetti makes some jokes. Barbara's laughing and kicking about him, mm-hmm. and Miss Teeks is Miss Teeks is a little softy, taking it to the, taking it to heart. Um, and then they later on that day find out from Miss Coleman that there that the transfer is happening, and they they really don't have a clear reason as to why, but Ava just flippantly says well i don't know uh maybe this kid just likes you better so miss teagues totally latches onto that and she's like oh my god this is it like i'm going to make this child like my star pupil and show her that she chose a much better path with me as opposed to miss shimetti which was you know (laughs) a lot of balls miss Teagues. like she left she had yeah. so few pieces of the puzzle and she just <laughs> left to that conclusion. The reach was hard. I was like, oh, ooh, child. She and I could love not that. have been more incorrect. 100%. And I love that. Um, who was it? Melissa was like, she was like going to explain the reason for the transfer. Yet when she made those remarks that she was a bad teacher, she's like, you know what? Babe? She called her a bad teacher. Like yeah, in she, her classroom. <laughs> like unnecessary miss t right in her class interrupting like rude she could have fought you but instead she said here have courtney have fun courtney be yourself (laughs) and sent her on her way she said courtney be exactly who the fuck you are okay (laughs) don't don't switch up have some fun 100 wilded and then Miss T was just like so confused like bitch what are you doing like I feel like there's a moment she wanted to say bitch but she was just like oh. she's like Courtney like, what? there were Why? so many of this moments <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god I love it but yes so Miss Courtney the other <laughs> thing that I liked about this episode was the art of roasting because you know Mr. Hill the white Thank teacher you was getting picked on or roasted by his students and (laughs) and i love how he tries to go to mr uh or greg basically and try to like make it seem like they're besties he's just like from one friend to another (laughs) and they're not besties but you know forcing friendships so heavy because he's like the only male teacher very much that energy but that that is i cannot stress to you is that real how much male teachers do that oh and thank i believe it god i was not there on wednesday because <laughs> there was the, the what the, the the substitute that tries to force friendship out of me was in charge that day and i was like i'm on assignment <laughs> <laughs> i'm on assignment <laughs> no yeah that i i believe it i believe it I believe it's hard. Actually, that's a good question. Do you how on the inside of teacher industry is it hard to make friends at a school amongst your teacher peer peers colleagues? No, no, it is not hard at all. That is the entire problem. It is too easy. Yeah, to become friends with these people. Mm, okay, and m- my mo is all like because listen. I've got 99 names and a hundred more faces. <clears throat> so I'm trying to like at work, it is government name, government name, government name. That is it. Like they, like they don't, they don't even know that I do drag. It is optional that Ooh. they even know that I'm gay. <laughs> like I do not care. 
that is amazing. And of course, that is until like you know, a hot confirmed queer substitute comes in mm-hmm. that you know, if I need to make it known, I'm gonna make it known. But sure. <laughs> until and and let's be honest, like I'm not hiding it at all. I, I can't hide it. But I'm not <laughs> out here discussing it. I'm not uh, talking about uh, my personal life. But I'm not mad. At I actually. That. I noticed this week, you know, over time, you just get familiar with people. And when you're working with kids, it's a very, it's an, it's a very, it's an intimate setting. It's a weird word to use, but it's just a very. I would say, yeah, intimate. It It is though, you know, it's a very <clears throat> formative time for these kids. You're having to have very real conversations with them. You're dealing with fucking piss and like bot like bodily fluids and things like that i'm personally not with my clients but just in a like these are the things you deal with in a school setting it's not attractive it's not fun um it's very for me it's very different from the things that i get up to outside of work yeah so i i draw very not well i guess it's not always clear but i draw very clear lines and boundaries for myself yeah no, yeah. just to keep it keep it a butt because the last thing I, especially being on a platform like twitch the last thing mm-hmm. i need is one of these kids stumbling <laughs> upon my ass you ain't gonna find me playing roblox <laughs> this bullshit these kids are up to out in these 100%. streets 100 percent. yeah no that, no, ma'am, no pam <laughs> that makes perfect sense <laughs> when you have a identity elsewhere you do have to be mindful of your <laughs> industries if you don't want to blend the industries of any type <laughs> so i get it <laughs> i get it and kids are you know kids will be the first to find it oh so. <laughs> a field day they would have <laughs> with my looks please <laughs> mine's blown <laughs> You're like this is you like what the <laughs> f- <laughs> oh my god no see, I, tr- I try to make my shit real hard to find quite intentionally <clears throat> oh listen and when you have multiple names it's hard to keep up so it's totally fine like my real name is rudy to a whole lot of people <laughs> rudy and maybe you're right maybe you're right you probably know you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I tell you? <laughs> After all that. After all that. Not you that. specifically. No, I know. Exactly. Okay. You, the viewer. The viewer? Y'all ain't watching this. The this listeners. Is sound. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners. But yes, no, we, <laughs> we totally digressed from the point of mr hill getting roasted (laughs) oh yeah by the way i'm so glad you brought this up because i realized like the art of clowning goofing joking and roasting is one that came up throughout the entire episode because i realized miss teague's even getting set off by miss shemetti like she even says later i was i was goofing which oh yeah (laughs) but you know like so, like there's just when people are are you when you're emotional can you take a joke or no <laughs> no i cannot i am so sensitive it's so funny because when people haven't seen it like not saying like i'm gonna burst out in tears but like if i'm not in the mood nothing flies like nothing's funny and you can definitely pick on me to a point where i'm like you know what i don't want to talk anymore get out of my face go away 
go somewhere like i'm no longer <laughs> but will, will you like to... ignore it will you like fake laugh and just try to end it quick because i i will Listen. like i my face my face will hurt people and I, I i i don't realize it all the time but people you. know when i'm over it if they just look at me that's what i'm saying it's definitely that it's very much like a, a cold face and feeling like this isn't it this is not funny i'm ready to go now <laughs> oh, i'm about so to bad. ruin the mood all the way because <laughs> p- poor miss teagues just couldn't take the joke Mr. Hill, like you said, is getting roasted by his class, and he does not know. He, when he tries to roast them back, and <laughs> talking about their uniforms, and he like, that's our uniforms. Duh. That kid said, dude, you roasted my uniform. We all wearing this. You ain't observant at all. At all. <laughs> and his class is sixth graders, right? yeah yeah okay <laughs> a big shit talking age yeah it's a it's a tricky time in sixth grade because everybody could get it and it's not fair <laughs> and that's when i learned i'm like oh yeah i'm too sensitive i'm not <laughs> don't joke that's with when, me <laughs> that's when they're deep in your mom jokes territory Ooh, and it's disrespectful it's it disrespectful. Is, it is dis- disrespectful, indiscriminate, and not funny. Old, tired, yeah. Like nothing. Like your mom. That like how how did that not die with like whack and all this other shit? <laughs> Tight. Tight. Neato. All that. Neato. <laughs> God, rad. Yeah, rad. I, I like rad. <laughs> Don't you know? not here <laughs> <laughs> my fault let me let me stop but no here's what i liked about miss hill or miss hill mr hill he turned the roasting because he knew he couldn't ever win he's just not that dude so he Man, turned it into a learning situation making the roasting like let's guess the uh whatever the fuck it was it was like guess the person on my note card and they were roasting and i was like oh Look at look at that uh, solution to the problem. He went home and watched an episode of Wild and Out and was like, you know what, Nick Cannon? <laughs> You're right. We can do this. <laughs> he said, yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was a very creative solution to just like have... It's a, like, I can't remember what game that is where you have... Is it called... Uh, it's like face something... Well, yeah. He- headbands? headbands there's many versions of it. i think one is called headbands where you like you have like an animal or something on your face like a word oh. on your face what and was the one? you have to get your team to help yeah. you guess that word yeah, so what yeah. they did in class was someone had like a picture of a historical figure mm-hmm. on their face and the class had to roast that figure without saying their name yeah what and is the person with the person on their face had to guess that what? it was like abraham lincoln yeah, it was like the perfect way to turn roasting into like a learning <laughs> That's great. I Mr. love Hill. this. That is so applicable. Like, th- th- it's just this show. It's this entertaining. show is great. Yeah, honestly, truly. But people and can use this show. No, uh, 100%. 100%. Um, it also shows that um, because going back into Courtney, the problem child, 
Mm-hmm. The solution for her was to bump her up a grade. And yes. the fact that Miss Ava forgot to read the last part of her file because of Essence Fest, I was like, damn. <laughs> that was crazy. But I feel like wow. that probably happens maybe a few times across all school districts, you know? Oh, yeah. And when kids are not challenged and they're smart. Oh, probably. Like, like like we we when you are smart in school you want to use that and you want to and you and you want to use it where you're going to get a payoff and if you're not getting it and if you're not getting the payoff from the educational side of things but you're getting the payoff from the jokes and the chaos and the bullshit and the terror (laughs) then bitch you're gonna go where the payoff is at you're a kid <laughs> you are a kid. If, if people are, if you're making people laugh and have a reaction, like that's what you want. But right. yeah, that, I I love that that ended up being the solution because this girl was running schemes, scams. <laughs> she was starting a mutiny in these classrooms. They're writing words on the board. She wrote R E B E L. Miss Teague said, uh, re- uh, "Rebel." And she said, no. It's Rebel. It, it's Rebel. And I was like, is this a bitch inciting a riot right now? <laughs> Listen, Melissa wrote in her file would be a great cult leader. Like, she said, oh, pledge allegiance to Courtney because yeah. she already knows what's up. <laughs> That's the other thing. Miss Teagues did not want to read the file about this kid. That would have helped so much. So much. And Principal yeah. Coleman was even like, for as no help as she always is, she was like trying to get her to read the file. And Miss Teagues was like, oh, no, no, I'd rather ju- go in just fresh and really just get to know the child. And, and Principal <laughs> Coleman said, hmm, that's a real cute way of saying you want to go in unprepared, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Principal Coleman has it out for Miss Teague. <laughs> I mean, but it, but she was she keeps having her. these moments where no, she right. is like so 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 correct. She is like, correct. I like you know she's like a broken clock. Correct though, like a few times. <laughs> yeah, that's even a broken clock. I hate yeah. <laughs> a couple that's times. What, she's that's right. exactly what it is. Because it's easy to miss. It's easy to miss uh, uh, the gems if you're just dealing with her being wrong eighty nine ninety nine percent of the time. Mm, just be scheming scheming because she's just there for the coin okay now let's get into episode six yes that's a wrap on student transfer we're moving on to the gifted program which wow what an episode because you know what's crazy like when you think about the gifted program right were you in it growing up i was i was in it and listen i love this episode because like i i had these thoughts because i wasn't like i transferred schools in fourth grade so like Mm -hmm. they spent a couple years getting to know me because mm-hmm. I was also, like, very quiet, very reserved. I wasn't, like, a show-off-y kind of kid. I've changed, obviously. <laughs> and by the time I got into, like, I think it was halfway through fifth grade, they moved me into the gate program, the mm. gifted program, if whatever you want to call it. And <clears throat> it was just weird. It just felt weird to sort of be, in one, be on one side of it and then mm. be on the other side of it. And, right. Because you tested cause, you know, into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you. Well, it was 
it was like an accumulation like they saw like how well i was doing in the class and okay i wasn't like acting out but i was doing shit like dancing to britney spears for show and tell on a day that was not show and tell like <laughs> i was clearly bored you know <laughs> you were a showman you were a performer I'm, okay I just, <laughs> i'm so full of shit i just said i wasn't a show off anyway well listen. i was just me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was you, just me you were being yourself but I'm it's really weird that. because it, i i love that this episode tackles the conversation of <laughs> lifting up some students and how that is going to make other students feel just by default you know yeah because like so my experience my sister i think everybody was in it except for me and i'm the oldest but i just remember vividly i think it was somewhere between like sixth and seventh grade and they like said you they offered it but they're like you have to test into it and i'm like okay and then i got like a point off of like what the minimum was i think the minimum was like 93 percent or whatever okay. and my show was like 92.9 or something wild close and i'm like i remember being emotional about it then because i just didn't know what that meant and i'm like oh my god i'm a failure and my mom's like no you're fine like you're just not gonna go into those more advanced classes you're still in your grade and everything because I, I didn't know what that meant anyway like my mom was telling me she's like oh yeah it's just like a program i'm like okay is it better like is it something like i don't know yeah school was because weird it, at that time it, so. in order to like understand and i mean i guess i can't even say that because I, I, even because what i was going to say was in, in order to understand like the relationship between a gifted program and how it stacks up to the rest of the school yeah like it requires like nuance and all that shit but it's 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 a hard it's just a hard thing to explain right like it's just a hard thing to explain <laughs> because um like yeah there are some kids that need like, like not every kid in the same grade is going to be at the same level yeah educationally so some kids might feel like they're getting left behind some kids might feel like they're being left back yeah but it's it, it's it's a hard field to navigate but this episode really tackles that gifted program thing i just like how they do it yeah but it is i don't know well, do, do you think it's do you think a gifted program is something that is like what's the word is it ethical well that's what it shined for me like i didn't really think about it till like that episode i was like yeah no why why do we have that separation in programs in a public school setting like this isn't college <laughs> like true it's not i don't know the the institution in, in public schools really shouldn't have that but like if you had an experience that is better or it was something that supported your education, then I get it. Um, but it does have this exclusivity to it where it was like, mm, you know, you're not invited, like you're not VIP or whatever. Like to a kid, it's definitely going to be more that than anything. But it's just not, um, I, I just don't know what all it does, I guess, to make it worthwhile, like to support it all the way. Like if I had kids now and that would be like an option, I'm, I need to like read into it. Like what? I mean, what does it do? A lot of the times, it's essentially just like a more hands-on 
experience learning experience okay like, like in the episode more with the exactly okay so like you get access to, it's just it's access it's, it, it's it creates yeah it creates a class system that's really what it is when you boil it down yeah yeah i don't know but see when you, you say that it's like i don't love that yeah i don't love that but it's different than or i see it as being different than like ap classes or honors classes in junior high and high school now that i get well i get ap i guess honors was kind of the same thing i don't even know was it sorry i muted to sneeze um oh bless you (laughs) (laughs) i'm i would have to like look at an honors program again but i i would assume that it's just like a just like a higher level of like a math or science or english than mm. I, I don't know I, th- I think it's sort of satisfied i think it's just like a next level up in like a requirement whereas like like maybe like the general education requirement is only up to algebra one or two in junior high yeah and, but maybe you get to do a little geometry or something that you would be doing in high school yeah. as part of the honors program. I see that be, as being different than an elementary school gifted program sort of thing. Yeah, I agree with you there. And I also liked when um, Greg, because you saw how Greg was not really on board with the whole thing all episode but miss t was like miss gifted program herself so she's like i want to start this and make this a thing but at the end like you know they do show um or wait look i guess we're jumping around but first you see them starting the gifted program miss t's class peeps one of the classes that have like chickens and all this like fun shit and they're like, oh, we want to do that. He's like, you know, they're they want to do it too. They're curious. Yeah. And then because there's no way for you to keep those experiences separate. Right. It's all on the same campus. So mm-hmm. now Miss T is starting to feel away because she's like, uh oh, like what did I do? I'm segregating my children. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, what are you gonna say? Right. Like, like, how do you? Tell that kid, well, yeah, these kids are part of the gifted program. Oh, why am I not in it? Remember, she called them the ungifted, regifted, regifted, the oh non-gifted. <laughs> <laughs> Those all sound terrible. And then for the first time, it was like a role reversal for her and Miss, uh, for her and Mr. Hill, because Mr. Hill was like, "Oh yeah, he's the well, well, how do we make sure we lift up the other students?" Mm. And she was like, "Yeah, that's that sounds wonderful." <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so nice. <laughs> We're supposed to lift every voice and sing, okay? We're not doing that. But th- but that's what this episode did. It shone. I hate the past tense of shine. I, oh, it's a weird word to say. It shone. Uh, that's a word. It's huh? it shown. Yeah, it shone a light uh, on the pitfalls of a gifted program because, mm-hmm. like, she had a hard time even ta- like ha- like what about the other students? Like, what do you call them? Yeah. Over here we got gifted students. <laughs> <laughs> the the ungifted is right. wild. <laughs> Y'all are the you guys are the daily students, the non-special occasion kids. I don't know. Ugh. It all sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> if you have to break it down at all, it's just not good. 
Right. And um, Greg actually made a point because when Miss T was trying, you know how she always tries to do the right thing for her students and it just mm-hmm. backfires every time. She tried to get some eggs to recreate her version for her class of the chicken <laughs> reproduction, I guess. And they turned out to be some baby snakes. She and got snake eggs. Snake eggs, you know, uh, snakes running around. And but what I liked at the end when Greg stepped in because you know Miss T was like, you know, you never said nothing about my idea, like you know, kind of not like that, but like in a way where she was like, I thought you liked what I was doing, but realized you weren't even chiming in on anything. And he made the point when basically using the snakes as a metaphor. They're like, when you get snakes long enough, you think that's what you deserve. Talking about. You know, the kids aren't in these special programs to get a certain type of education, you know, making it feel like you should just be happy with what you can get. And then that'd be that. And um, it was touching. It was a touching episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, because, you know, like it just uh, when you're that impressionable as a kid and they put in a system to make you feel less than you're just going to get used to that because if you especially Mm -hmm. if you experience it for second third fourth fifth like for those years and years and years like you're just going to feel away like or you can really develop um a negative complex about that shit oh 100 percent 100 percent also going back to the eggs real quick i love that um I love how the eggs were <laughs> obtained because Miss Teagues went through Miss Shemetti and Miss Shemetti got her shit all the way backwards. She got a guy named Snake for chickens, a guy named Chicken for snakes. She accidentally <laughs> called Chicken for chickens, but she forgot that Chicken got snakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, easy mix up. Easy. I was like, okay, I'll buy somebody named Snake. You got, you got somebody named Chicken. <laughs> you got somebody named Chicken Mishmati. Come on now. <laughs> She's very connected. She tries. She gets it 90% right. But I you know, you know how she gave Miss T the eyes because the reptile the pet control people oh, yes. come and get the snakes. Talking about this is a rare breed or extinct <laughs> breed. Where'd you get it from? Miss Miss Melissa just like, listen. We don't snitch, okay? And, and Miss T finally got that. <laughs> she, she's always getting somebody caught up. Yes, I'm like, up. thank God she understood this because I do not need yeah. this to turn into the fucking Sopranos. <laughs> we'll never see Miss T again. <laughs> <laughs> the show just completely moves on without her. <laughs> 100%. But speaking of Melissa, she is um oh, yeah. she's getting hit on by the the vending machine guy <laughs> it's so cute to see the side of melissa just i did like it i did like it but she was funny as fuck with like first she was like no way like no man in uniform is worth it you end up paying his car and sleeping at your uh sister's house after a fight i was like damn she said this is gonna end in pain pain and suffering i'm not doing it and bar miss howard is just pushing her she said mom uh Mom what's her husband's name i forget he has a name i don't know but (laughs) i don't know but she said 
she said her man uh, is is a is a man in uniform. He is a good man. We get to meet <laughs> him this episode, which was cute. That was cute. I love that they were doing lunch together. <laughs> yes. Oh, but yeah, Miss Howard is like so on board with them, like being a thing. And when Melissa finally says something, he said. I'm gonna take you. He's like, I'm gonna have you're gonna have the best date of your life or some shit. And said he's gonna take her to Dave and Buster's. Now, Camille, <laughs> if a man or anybody says, I'm gonna take you to Dave and Buster's, is that okay? Are you listen, going? <laughs> listen. <laughs> so many things, but two very important things. I am fine. I guess three. Uh, one, I am fine with the trip to Dave and Buster's. Do not announce it <laughs> as if it is something to be proud of. And also, let's not call it a date. Let's not call it a date. <laughs> if, you're, if you just need to do something, if you're just trying to plan something to get from point A to point D, then let it not be Dave and Buster's. <laughs> like, there are far far more efficient ways to get to the boudoir. Uh, <laughs> Come on, I guess the, I guess it was no third thing, but yeah. I, listen, I I play games. It's cute. I w- I would love to go to Dave and Buster's uh, with a man and just have a good time. But yeah, don't don't go being like, oh bitch, I'm about to sweep you off your motherfucking feet. You gonna fall head over heels for me while we play The Simpsons Hit and Run too? Like, no, shut up. <laughs> We're just, let's just go play these games and please don't be an ass <laughs> that's all i need <laughs> listen i'm not mad if that's what somebody wants to do if dave and busters is your jam listen go crazy but i guess i'm I, i'm a little more romantic <laughs> so. Actually, okay l- let me if i'm in miss like it, it just depends on what i want if this is like a first date i'm trying to like be interested in someone no I do not want to yeah, go to no. fucking Dave and Buster's. <laughs> Let me make that clear. If we are already having a, if I know you, yeah. we already have an established thing. Sure, we can go. We can go wherever the fuck once we're once we got it like that. Yeah. But if you're trying to impress a bitch or get to know a bitch, <laughs> absolutely not. We we can play Time Crisis another day, bitch. <laughs> time Crisis, come on, the games. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, I, I'm not that girl. But How would yeah. you feel if you like didn't if it, if he was just like whisking you away and <laughs> you just wound up with him at a Dave and Buster's? Would you <laughs> continue with that date? Would there. you be in an Uber? Uh, wait, wait, what did we do before this date? Like, <laughs> um, you, I don't up. know, maybe you, you met for coffee. You said, uh, listen, let's go grab, let's, I'll pick you up. We'll go grab a coffee and then I'm going to take you out. Mm, but well, do we know? And he took you to Dave and Buster. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm still going to fill away. I don't think I'll leave, but I might switch up the plan. I'm like, Hey, cause usually Dave and Busters are connected to something else. So it's like, you know what? How about ah. we go eat over here? Then maybe play Dave and Busters. And then, you know, like I would definitely make that date work for me first. Okay. <laughs> like, Okay. You can have your games, that, that, but, that's a good point. You don't see a Dave and Buster's. Again, I never a park, just a parking lot and a Dave and like Buster's. By itself, like, it's usually attached to malls and terrifying. shit. 
<laughs> Look at Stan. Actually, wait. I think there is a standalone Demon no. Busters in San Diego. Ew. Oh, well, San Diego is a strange place. <laughs> so I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> Shout out Damn. to the San Diegos. Right. <laughs> San Diegos. Listen, San Diego's a great time. I love going down there, but not I love, for yeah, the I love going Busters. down there. I love leaving there also. <laughs> it's a cool little weekend getaway, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm so quick to drag any Southern California city. <laughs> huh, you're like, mm, never. Oh, you love this place? Let me tell you all the reasons why it's trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> Guess again. <laughs> uh, but wait, how did we even get there? Oh, no, right? Dayton Busters. That's right. Day- oh, Busters. yes, Dayton, <laughs> Dayton Busters. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> But, so yeah also which all this leads me to what miss yeah. chametti did which you know she can chalk it up to whatever she wants or she ran she literally ran she out of that room dipped and i'm not too sure if it was because of him saying dave and busters and she wasn't right? feeling it or because she was like legit scared you know they kept it vague on <laughs> <laughs> you know damn well that's what i was saying i was like no listen melissa i understand dave and busters not <laughs> bitch let's go <laughs> I was not mad, but then I realized I was like, wait, I think she was like actually frightened to just go was, on a date. Her and Barbara with that gif of uh, Monet and Bob uh, <laughs> holding hands and walking off stage from uh, yeah. <laughs> that interview set they were on together. Oh my god! Just like you know what, we're leaving. Right, we don't, we're better than all of this. <laughs> right, this is not for us. Yeah, but no, it, that was beautiful. But as, as funny as it seems that she would run away at the first mention of david or his busters um it does actually seem like she's just having a post-divorce sort of i'm afraid to get back out there sort of crisis so i i love that she called she she calls her husband she or her ex-husband uh to confide in him like they're still friends and she's basically asking like how he felt when he started moving on uh with what's your face and getting back out there and dating yeah which you know a beautiful relationship to have with an ex so could you ever I feel like I shouldn't. <laughs> I just shouldn't because it's like leaving the door open somewhere. And <sighs> confiding in your ex still is not, I don't know. It just doesn't sound the healthiest. But then again, you, if you have that relationship, I guess. I don't know how that works with your other relationships. That, that's got to be deep. Like, that had to be deep friendship. But, you know, they were young. So... Yeah, it sounded like they, you know, made some decisions and learned from them. Did a lot so, of growing together. Exactly. So I, I'm not mad at her her approach. And um, I, I laughed a little bit when, you know, she goes round two with the vending machine dude. Basically apologizing. <laughs> like, you know what? My bad. I'm still willing to let you take me out on a date and i loved how she said it she made it intentional like you're taking me on a date that's what's happening like i'm, I'm asking you but i'm telling you this is what you're doing yeah <laughs> true alpha female i love that um but he suggested a different restaurant and it was her ex <laughs> she thought where she said her ex-husband proposed <laughs> or engaged she said it was where my ex proposed that we get a divorce 
<laughs> oh, so, oh, okay. So not, so not there, basically. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, and you know what would be so shitty? Like, let's say that was your favorite restaurant, and that's where something traumatizing like that happens. Oh my Ugh. god! That's why I made sure to do everything major with my uh, with my ex at like at, at the same place where we had our first date. So, like, I just did not care about the movie theater that that was at. So, it began there, it ended there. And I don't need to go back. That's on the bad side of town. <laughs> Come on, abandoned movie theater. <laughs> the bad side of town. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, listen, if it wasn't that nice of a movie theater, then it's totally fine right it takes away all the pressure i only like That's going to ass. like i pick and places where the seats oh. recline <laughs> oh speak on it speak on it B- uh, bougie yes the luxury <laughs> way to watch movies i want it is a bottle so. girl to come in and bring me some <laughs> something to drink let me cater to you because <laughs> yes. maybe this is your day 100 <laughs> percent. but you know what the downside is at those like super comfortable movie theaters People be really falling asleep and snoring their ass off like they're at oh, home. Oh <laughs> my, listen, people get comfortable. They get too comfortable. Like, bitch, relax. Wake your husband up. Like, this is obnoxious. And, listen, I'm a sleepy bitch. So, like, I will fall asleep in, in many a place. <laughs> but I still have that 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 layer of shame. I've got stuff that, that little shame switch turned on. Oh, to keep completely. To keep my subconscious together yeah but i get it you at a certain age it's, it's you know the older you are the sleepier you get so i get it they were you know they were older they were comfortable they fell asleep so if you don't fall asleep hey, at least they didn't bring that 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 sleep apnea machine yes. <laughs> really disturbing the puce <laughs> <laughs> hey, lots of like gargling and it's a loud little machine oh it's a loud little machine i'm not gonna front but it's either that or oh, somebody no snoring. My mom has had to use that, so I I have uh, shared a home with the sleep apnea <laughs> machine. <laughs> so you know, you know the background noise very well. You know what's funny though? My gram also has it, but she has a really high tech one, and it's actually really quiet. It sounds okay. like my my oil diffuser thing. Like you hear like the bubbling, but you don't really hear the. <laughs> like the engine <laughs> i love diffusers I need, oh, I need to get one. Oh my god i have like three i had to give one away i'm like Dan Yell. <laughs> i know i don't live in a house either I'm in a very quaint <laughs> apartment but every corner has its own smell like my my uh my bedroom the living room and then like the it's- dining room corner <laughs> If you're ever trying to get rid of one, you let a bitch know. I got you. I got you. Oh. Don't yeah. you worry. They're always finding cute ones online, but we digress. <laughs> Listen, back to Melissa. We, we do. <laughs> but yeah, but back to, yes, back to our queen. Our queen, yes. Shemetti. Is it Shemetti? Shemetti. And truthfully, I, I am only pronouncing it this well because thank you, Miss Howard. You are an educator to these kindergartners and to me. I heard her say it a couple of times in one episode <laughs> and I was like, Shemetti, Shemetti. It, it ain't no ska. It ain't no ska. <laughs> it is Shemetti. <laughs> I love her so much. She's so good. Yes. So, yeah, oh. that episode was a, a little bit of both. <gasps> 
education we, and just like uh how to date <laughs> yes that's what i loved about miss howard like she was basically telling her like take the risk and you know how she was talking about her husband like this wasn't the man i met mm-hmm. he was a flirt he was this and that very true and then she's very like true. i took a risk so you know you should too no risk no reward no risk no reward but it's real hard with people <laughs> real it's hard so with hard people. especially Ooh. in this uh I- i've run out of nickname words for the pandemic but the penny dumb the panadem the papilloma <laughs> and it's i don't know everyone's a liar <laughs> i can't trust any of these games <laughs> oh i don't know what's going on anymore what's up from down left from right i'm like have you have you really not been hooking up much during the pandemic Are you, like how can i be sure <laughs> <laughs> How can I be sure you're out here catching all this 19? Listen, <clears throat> yeah, no, it's it's tricky. It's tricky. I, w- I would love to take a risk on somebody one day. I just want it to feel right. Like, I'm looking for that I feeling. Feel <laughs> worth it. Right? Is this, are we fools? Are we fools to still be wanting that, like, that little spark? something that tells me this is right yeah like i I don't know if it exists <laughs> from what it sounds like this shit just like happens and it's like okay cool but well i don't know when to anticipate it but also maybe that's why i get in my own way i've been told that quite a bit actually i get oh, in my yeah. own way with people yeah but i think that just comes from all the apprehension from past relationships yeah as an overthinker i assume i get in my own way no yeah that's what it turns into you just think about all the things that could happen it it hasn't happened it hasn't even presented itself as a scenario (laughs) but you're just like but what if (laughs) 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 it's a lot of what ifs and guessing like you ain't even met this bitch yet (laughs) (laughs) you might not even be anyone there you already built a whole wall up for no one so uh, it's magic it's magic what we can do in our brains yeah also before i forget uh there was uh we also had the story of um what was his name malcolm and principal coleman uh malcolm the the gifted student that transferred to the school yes uh <laughs> because uh he's like uh my parents wanted me to go to a sc- uh, to to be in a school with more black kids. <laughs> if that ain't the motherfucking tea, <laughs> and Abe was like, "Well, we got a whole sea full of black kids." <laughs> she said, "We swimming in black. We kids. swimming in black kids. Perfect." <laughs> the way, and then she said, and she was like, "This was her like poster child. This is a kid that's gonna get her in a fucking space." She said, <laughs> she, "She was us uh, about to send him down the hallway and was yelling at the other kids." Hey, don't nobody touch with your low IQ. <laughs> <laughs> your low IQ. <laughs> and all of this is because uh her soror sister, her sorority sister. Oh yes. Has gifted students in her, you know, she's like, take that crystal. Flicking <laughs> 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 the photo. Punch, punch the damn picture there. <laughs> oh, she is spiteful. Is wild. <laughs> no, she's great. And what I love about the kids too, because the little boy, I love at the end, he like catches on. Like he, he's like, "What do you do? You don't do anything." <laughs> she just 
stares him down and calls this she's like can someone come get him like <laughs> so, so uh, he's turning it was on big me. uh get your man's energy yeah <laughs> i also love when he walked by the janitor and like picked up the trash off the floor and said this is trash and the janitor's like the kid's brilliant he's brilliant <laughs> A custodial genius. Oh, yes. He started the custodial gifted program. He did. I like him. I like how he, like, implements himself in the show. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to do my own thing. But it's going to be parallel to y'all. Truly getting in no one's way, but raising so many questions. So many questions. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was great. But, yeah, no, shout out to that kid. He was so cute. So adorable. All the kids are really cute, actually. I'm like, oh, the cast these, is great. They did that. These episodes really did a lot of uh, showcasing of these funniest kids. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So I'm here for it. And I love that every episode is like a new kid. Wait, we, we didn't even talk about it. Episode five, when Miss T is about to do the Pledge of Allegiance. And she's like, except for Brandon, who's taking a stance against uh, white nationalism? What, what yes. was what was it? <laughs> it was something like that. Oh my he had his God. little fist up. <laughs> I was like, yes. This militant little nigga. It was yes. so funny. <laughs> he was raised by a little uh, Black Panther somewhere. It, but yeah, it was something along those lines. And that <laughs> shit took me out. Yeah, that wasn't the, the, the student transfer episode. <laughs> oh, I love that. This show's just so good. I just, I just love seeing people. I was, I was a little bit worried at the beginning. I was like, yeah, I really hope this show like doesn't get ignored. Yeah. Um, but people are really, they're giving this show a lot of flowers. They're giving Grand Crew a lot of flowers, which I think is also super funny. Do you love um, it? I, I didn't love the first episode. I'm like, oh, front. It's. It's a very like it's what I don't even know what to compare it to. Mm. It's very like it's its own thing. I've really not it too is. sure compared to either. It's a weird kind of. It's an interesting kind of comedy. Like it's uh, it's real ish situations that are not taken seriously at all. Yeah, and I love Nicole <laughs> Byer, but I don't know. I'll give it a chance. I'll give it another <laughs> chance. Listen, listen, and you ain't, you ain't got to force it. If it ain't for you, it ain't for you. It's all good. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I want to love it. But I want to love it. I want to give it a chance. I'm always told I'm never giving a show a chance. It's like the first episode doesn't grab me. Then I'm like out the who's door. Hurt, who's hurting you? <laughs> <laughs> who's hurt you in your television watching experience that's making you sit through shows you don't want, you don't like? Listen, <laughs> I don't watch them. That's the thing. But you know, it riffs friendship sometimes. I'm like, listen, I can't watch TV like this. Who, what show? <laughs> what show ruined this? What show did you say no to that pissed off somebody? Oh my god, so many! Like, I can't. Game of Thrones. You I watch can't. Game of Thrones, I I did it. I oof, that was one that I was like, it's too far gone for me to start now. Well, did you have friends that were mad at you that you didn't watch it? Oh no, no. But it was like actually my sister, who she was a bigger fan, she just like you know wanting to talk about it, but then it was like annoying that I didn't watch it. Like, I'm just never gonna ask you again. I'm like, okay, my bad. Like, it really like people get passionate about their shows. Yes. What I was that? Uh, Breaking Bad. Did you piss off anyone by not watching that? You mm, 
no i don't i gotta think about i can't even think who watched it i know it was popular i heard it was good but I and i'm actually people. still willing to watch it but i just won't oh, no. turn it on right now <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> i pissed off people list. by saying once the once the last season was ending or no once the last season started up yeah because i'd only seen the first season didn't watch any of the middle and i jumped in at the last season <laughs> and I, sh- I was like i'm gonna piss people off and i cannot wait but i just kept saying yeah i only saw the first season and shit ain't changed motherfuckers still don't know that he's lying uh old boy's wife is still cheat is still a stealing uh his kid's still talking shit his wife's still oblivious uh so yeah you can truly watch the first and last season of breaking bad and not need anything <laughs> so love that people are well, not <laughs> trying to talk to you like you no, just don't understand my way of saying keep this shit away from me no honestly like i don't <laughs> and i am like once i find a show i like i kind of just stick with that show like i can rewatch it sometimes so for it to be good it's like it's really got to be good it, it's for it to be, be a compelling. long show it's really got to be good if i haven't already if i didn't like start with it yeah actually shout out to my friend richard who just recently forwarded me a show called adults adopting adults and i'm like what like what what does that mean he's like just watch <laughs> it it's crazy and i'm like no context no clues like i'm just okay but like with a title like that i am actually really curious <laughs> like we adults adopted adults like <laughs> this sounds like it could go real bad like i'm thinking slaves i'm thinking something sadistic and weird and fetish related because the cover is like just adults holding hands i'm like Mm-mm, this is strange but i'm in just off of the strange <laughs> aspect well, have you started it no i gotta I, it's on amc and i'm like is that an app i don't have cable so like can i stream this on anything because I, I, so, sometimes i'll think about the inevitably like amazing programs that are on these apps i will never have this is what i'm saying i'm like um they're gonna have to bundle that into the fire stick somewhere because what right <laughs> y'all better get a sponsorship with like title or something <laughs> right but i've heard there's some good shows on there i just again i don't have the app so i mean th- there's good shows on like amazon i mean i have amazon prime but i just yeah the the i don't feel good saying oh let me go turn on this amazon prime original <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't amazon, feel fun to say amazon is kind of like lifetime like it's full of like a lot of bad good lifetime style movies yeah and, <laughs> and i mean and there's been things that like have come out of that, that i think the marvelous mrs Maisel came out of that and i've seen a couple episodes of that it's pretty good but in general i just <laughs> let me go turn on this amazon prime original that, that feels like <laughs> saying oh let me go watch and just like that <laughs> wait it wait just, i liked it <laughs> and and just like that and just like that i can't lie i hate watch like <laughs> the last five episodes of the season earlier this week actually as well to say i didn't watch the last four so i don't know what's going on but i heard it's over already and nobody I, th- I feel like there's one more episode but i could be entirely wrong maybe i just know people don't want it to come back and i'm like 
Well, actually, <laughs> when has that it. ever stopped Sex in the City from coming back? <laughs> it never will. <laughs> At what point? Especially now that they're that now that they're uh, quote unquote representing diversity. Oh man! Oh, oof. those are the cringiest parts. the The podcasting, the the forced relationships, the uh they picked Miranda up a just being a pain in the ass. <laughs> and then they found the nearest pile of politically correct and they said, Oh. Oh bet. God. <laughs> Miranda and the black teacher. That was annoying. I was like, what is this? Miranda's insufferable this this time around. But then so is uh Charlotte with the, the two daughters and one wants to be I guess transgender I just, and oh, I was just like oh. I just wish <laughs> they hit everything. <laughs> they did. They they have an a, a, an adopted Asian daughter named Lily, which always they yeah. always have to be named Lily apparently. Yeah. But th- my biggest issue with Charlotte Charlotte's the brunette, right? Mm-hmm. My biggest issue with her is that she got her fucking lips filled <laughs> close to the start of filming, <laughs> and she can't fucking talk. <laughs> they were a little Joker. They were a little too fresh. It just, I don't even care how they look. In. She cannot speak without like it being obvious that she is <laughs> learning these lips. <laughs> they, right. They were still foreign to her a little bit. She hadn't like, worked away way into When them. did y'all get the green light for filming? You had to know that this was coming. I don't know. Well, listen, I feel like the pandemic things were like, they probably knew before, but then they just probably said, you know what? Everyone's That's free tomorrow. Let's, let's do this next weekend. And she's like, oh, shit, let me go, let me do a little, you know, a little pokey poke. But (laughs) (laughs) I I am not mad, mad at an injection, but I know you're mad about this because you can't deliver these lines. Listen, (laughs) it was okay. It was that it was Miranda's wig that really could have been better. It truly could have Mm. like the hairline just needs to be give that to a black girl who knows how to do wigs. It just needs to be plucked. They didn't even try to give her a hairline. So right. I was a little bummed about that. Like, I wasn't mad that she was gray, even though it made her look 10 times older. I'm like, damn, how old is Miranda? But she's like the grayest one here. So it's the little things. But I also had no expectations. I kept it low, super True. low. So I'm just watching for the pure fuckery of the, what the show so what? offered. Yeah, And that's really how you got to approach it. 100%. Bar none. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the second Sex in the City movie. Pure trash. Pure. But we digress. We're not even talking about these shows. We're talking about Abbott Elementary. This is the now watch party for <laughs> This is for everything. <laughs> Get into it. You y'all ready? We're never gonna stop. We're never gonna stop. We're gonna, we're gonna make this a five hour. We're gonna do a twenty four hour pod. Imagine that's sick. Danielle, that's a terrible. Idea. That, that that that's a saw trap. That is a saw trap for podcasting. <laughs> I'll be knocked the fuck out at this desk. Like what? If you like, like if you stop talking for more than like ten seconds, <laughs> you like lose a finger. <laughs> we gotta imagine. That is so sad. Oh my god! Never mind. That was a terrible idea. But I'm into it now. Yes. I want this to be a movie. One hundred percent. Anyway, let's wrap up. You got anything going on that you want to share with the people? 
Yeah, um, full full steam ahead. All systems are go. We're back on Twitch uh, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Uh, times will be posted on my social media, but it's twitch.tv slash Camille. Okay. And we're doing it. This sounds mm-hmm. like a full-time gig, honey. Monday, it's Wednesday, and Friday? Monday or Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Listen, three times in a week is that mm-hmm. is beautiful. I'm I'm gonna be very I'm I'm cinching down on the hours. These are not gonna be Okay. Super incredibly long streams, but uh, they're gonna be fun. They're gonna be uh wild. They're gonna be uh, uh <laughs> wild. I too am picking up a shovel and uh scooping spoonfuls of politically correct into these streams. Ooh. Just like said, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's <not> terrible. <laughs> that was it interesting? <laughs> I pick up the shovel and I see the uh, pile of chaos and bullshit. Oh my god, that's yeah. what I'll be having. Um, but yeah, streaming, and we'll we'll just do we'll we'll put that one out there for now. There's more things coming, but and youtube podcast is coming to youtube next week oh my god come on camille booked and busy we're trying i love that well you're killing it well yeah i don't have shit going on so that sucks but (laughs) listen you can always follow me it's your favorite host (laughs) (laughs) your favorite host ain't got a lot going on right now she's transitioned jobs and she's fighting for her life at this new one but hey, j- j- just because the things you have going on don't have don't don't all have links to them doesn't mean you ain't got a lot of shit going on <laughs> no this is facts. you're absolutely right and you know you can always follow me so i'm on everything damn right yes girl what underscore and pod the only fans mm. oh listen caramel denise on only fans i'm there uh come say, say hi ain't got <laughs> say a lot going on. Subscribe. listen if you want to see what she got going on only fans it's it's a good time it's a good time and um yeah danielle denise la for other instagram and uh valentine's day is coming up if you feel inclined and want to treat a girl to a nice lovely valentine's day i adore it so oh yeah um yeah and i like flowers so come correct all right that's it (laughs) great i just want to catch a dick (laughs) happy valentine's day bye you guys thanks for listening we love you so much love you bye